the Toy Rewind Podcast with your hosts, the Brothers Newland. Now, let's talk toys. <laughs> I am John and I'm Andrew and uh, with Michael dropping a nice little line there um, we, you're listening to the Toy Rewind podcast and uh, this is where the three of us get together we chat about a toy line that came out probably within one of our childhoods um, not necessarily you know we've, we've gone back to the 50s we're not that old uh, we talk about a toy line that, that released that that you know and talk about michael gives us a history lesson about how it goes from you know the the shelves to your toy stores or shelves at your toy stores to our households and i've completely lost track of where i'm at unless you my notes we get a lesson about this and this this week uh with michael's little drop there um we are rewinding back to 1984 and we're talking about the Marvel Secret Wars line released by Mattel. And uh, I have a feeling we're going to talk a little bit about Kenner and DC in this, but uh, we're going to try to mostly talk about Marvel. Um, I'm, I'm more of a, a, a DC guy, but you know, I'll, I'll talk Marvel. It's all, it's all okay. So yep. how are you guys doing this week? Doing all right. We're good. We're good. Doing all right. Doing all right. All right. Um, lots of Marvel talk. Uh, what? Uh, I, I have one question that I want to ask you guys. This is a very hard question to answer, and this is about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay. What's your favorite movie? <laughs> oh Lordy, my favorite. Um, I'm gonna have to I like. That's a tough one because there's a lot of good ones out there. Um, you know, I, I really like Ragnarok. It was pretty good, pretty fun. Um, and then uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy was another fun one. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I guess I don't know. I'd have to put right now. I'm gonna have to put. I'd have to put. And I like the Spider-Man movies too, but you know they're in conjunction with Sony as well. Right. So, um, you know, I like, I'm going to have to say, you know, the Spider-Man and then um, Spider-Man and then the uh, uh, Ragnarok. <laughs> Ragnarok. Let's go that, that order. Okay. That's a tough one because there's, there's a lot of good ones. You know, I even like, you know, I like all the, the you know, Winter Soldier and, and all those too. They're, I mean, all the, uh, they're all good. So. <laughs> all right, John. You no. Know, Another one, you know, Ant Man. Sorry, I really sorry. liked. I thought he was done. The first, the first Ant Man was up there. Just I told you, it's a, it's a hard one, hard one to pick. So, all right, John, you go. All right, you sure? Yeah, go. <laughs> we can we can mute him if we need to, John. Yeah, if we, no, if we needed to. But uh, I I enjoy all of them. Uh, I am not a huge Marvel fan, nor DC. I guess you could really say, but uh. Yeah, actually watching them with Karen and Jackson and getting to watch the movies and stuff. I've enjoyed them all, but some of my favorite would be the Guardians of the Galaxy just because I like the action and the way they play together and the comedy on it, too. Yeah, I, I have to go with Ant-Man being the top one for me. The uh, the comedy of I, both of those, just the comedy that comes out with it and the way they do the storytelling in that one um, with a close second being Ragnarok and then guardians with their soundtracks really make those, those some of the best. So yeah, the soundtrack uh, makes guardians mm-hmm. pretty good too. Yeah. The, uh, um, the action of the first, like, you know, the first set, uh, the first phase is really good. All of the Avengers movies are, you know, amazing. I even like the Ultron one, you know, mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun, um, and they're all great movies. So I, I would have to agree that this is probably one of the hardest things. Um, Shang-Chi 
would be up there in my top 10, if not top five. I, I thought it was really good. Haven't seen it. <laughs> Did you ever see it, Michael? Yeah, we saw it. Yeah. We saw it. Okay. I thought that one was really good. I like the story that it was that it told and and everything. So is it um, on Disney Plus yet? I no, I think but it's like the tw- Maybe it's I don't know, maybe it's in December or maybe it's first part of November. It's it's soon. It's not too it's far this, away. It's but. this month. It comes out this month. I don't is remember this what month? the date okay. is, but it's this That'd month. Be in it November. Be. Yeah, yeah, mid-November. Since, since we um, are in November now, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of people put down the Black Widow movie, but I, I really enjoyed it. It was it was fun it was to me. It was. It was really good. So I haven't seen that one, even though it is on on Disney Plus. I haven't had the chance to to sit down and watch it yet. And I need it's to. It's pretty funny. It's got some funny parts in it and I thought it was a good movie. I need to I need to do a rewatch before we get heavy into like I guess really before Spider Man. You got Eternals coming out this weekend. So yeah, you've got Eternals and Spider Man so coming. Yeah, Um, I I need to I need to do a watch for all that and kind of get updated. Remember how things go because I haven't seen Black Widow, but I want to watch it where it's supposed to be at. You know, yeah, it falls. It follows Civil I think, War. Before, is it Civil War or is it after after Civil War and before um, before Infinity War? <clears throat> yeah, right okay. Time period is where it falls. So I, I want to watch it there and and kind of see it where it's kind of supposed to be. But I saw a guy on, online. He's like making a one long supercut of all the movies and deleted scenes and everything. <laughs> And he was trying to render it out, and it took him like forty nine hours or something for it to render out. And it's it's like forty, or maybe it was like fifty hours because he said it was like two days and two hours long, something like that. Just yeah, that's a lot of through. that's a lot of time watching TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd have to like you know break it up maybe into like smaller movies, mm-hmm. you know. And it all works out, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, enough about movies. This is not a movie podcast. We're not here talking about movies. Uh, <laughs> we're here to talk about the toys and specifically this toy line from 84. So uh, before we get into that, John, do your thing. All right. So social next networks or uh, where to find us. Uh, check our website out at toyrewindpodcast.com. You can also check us out over on crossthestreamsmedia.com with those guys. Uh, you can email us at toyrewindpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch is all Toy Rewind Pod. Facebook group, uh, YouTube is Toy Rewind Podcast. A little bit different there. Uh, make sure to spell out the podcast or you won't get the right one of us there. Uh, we do stream our Toy Box showcases when we have them to YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Always check out our uh podcast bingo card at podcastbingo.com backslash toy rewind we need to uh andrew have you updated any of those squares or anything or found anything no i need to update some uh so if you've got them and you want to send them in send them to me i need to update some for the dorksman also so i was yeah, about I to say i was self on a i was listening yeah i was listening to the dorksman <laughs> yesterday and trying to play bingo and there wasn't very many squares I, that were being done i was i'm i'm so about we need to update that I'm about four episodes behind, so <laughs> yeah, I need to I need to get in there and update. Sorry, guess it happens. Life. Yeah, you can take one of those podcast bingo squares and be uh where it says um when someone says um when they're talking because I just got myself doing it. Mm-hmm. I know Michael does really <laughs> really good with him when he's talking too. So um, and of course the last thing on there. Uh, Check out our collector showcases when we do those with our uh, friends over at the Geek Together channel as we put those on out there and everything. So, yep. Uh, speaking about those toy box showcases, I believe last time we chatted, somebody was supposed to be doing some of them this week. Uh, I haven't personally gotten any notifications about any of them going live. I, I don't well, know. Week's Do- not week's not over yet. I've got <laughs> oh, a few oh, more sorry. days this week. Sorry, so <laughs> week's not over. So hopefully, maybe by the time you guys are hearing this, uh, somebody will be getting a chance to do some. I know he's been doing some a lot of stuff, but uh, yeah, yeah, I'm we're excited to see some of those transformers, Michael. Yeah. Yeah, I, I won't do all of them at once. There's a bunch here, so. <laughs> I mean, you could do them all in an afternoon and just do different segments. Yeah. I mean, you do what you want to do. Like, yeah, you, you do you, man. Just record uh, them and post them as you want to, so you end up having, like, weeks 
worth of yeah, there, there we data, go. which you can just knock them all out at one so. time. Yeah. And then you can drop them here and there. <laughs> all right. Um, I do want to, we, we talked about Ghostbusters last week. Was that, that was last week. Yeah, it was last week. Yes. Uh, it uh-huh. was, I, I do want to point out. So this past week I got two, I got the, the sodas. I got a couple sodas and uh, I got a chase. I'm happy yep. to see this guy all covered in slime. Awesome. Yeah. So Vinkman, now I need uh, a, a Spangler. So uh, to match. I mean, maybe, I have Spangler, but I just don't have a chase. You don't have a chase. See, I have a, no. I, have Spang- I have all of them. I just need the chase ones to match now so that I can get these. So yeah, I don't have, I didn't get that one. Uh, I do have stay puff with the chase. Yeah. I'm going to have to come steal your stay puff. John. <laughs> it's going to come up missing and you're going to be like, yep. Mike Andrews got that. Hey, we can do some trading or something amongst ourselves. I don't have anything that's, uh, <laughs> anything that's that's Ghostbusters or that's not that's Beetlejuice. <laughs> there's there's other stuff. You're not getting my turtles. <laughs> Stay away from my turtles. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. We well maybe we might have to figure that out. Um, I, I need more room before that happens. Uh, so yeah, I just want to like I got that, and uh, I just want to say shout out to Av over at Beehive. They did a great job at shipping those, and uh, I've got a box from Av coming. So probably tomorrow I think it's supposed to be here uh, but I also want to shout out uh, shout out for uh, Pop Alliance they have a store up in Keller Texas and I was able to pick up that was the wrong dark side I was, I was able to, to pick say. up this one here this is the Walmart version <laughs> I was like you just shout out to Walmart what the come no, on no. come on but uh, Sam Walton's not sponsoring us I found yeah, yeah I found this, this this Funko exclusive uh, Dark Side, so yeah, nice at his nice. shop. He's got a nice shop, so we all need to get up there someday and just check him out. And- yes, yeah, we need to get up and check out Pop Collector Alliance. So yes, be a lot of fun. So, all right, uh, well then, since we're here, we talked a you know a little stuff. I just want to point out that Ghostbuster stuff. But uh, are we ready to rewind and get into it? Let's rewind. All right. Yeah, that sounds good. There you go. <laughs> I did. I did better. All right. Um, okay. So, back in episode thirty-nine, we talked about the DC superpowers line. Has it been uh, that long ago? It was episode thirty-nine when we talked about them, and oh. so a part of that history kind of ties in with this because DC and Marvel both were um, were produced by Mego. Uh, Mingo had the license, the toy license for uh, both of them uh, from 1973 up till 83. Uh, and then Mingo folded in 1983. So both of those licenses were up to grab. And we all know Kenner picked up the DC line uh, and Mattel actually wanted the DC line, but Kenner had a better uh, presentation. And so DC went with Kenner. So Mar- uh, Mattel picked up the Marvel line. Um, they didn't want to be left out of the superhero game, so that's why they they picked up Marvel anyway. And you know, back in the eighties, late '70s, early '80s, uh, really the only Marvel thing going on was Hulk, Incredible Hulk TV show. Um, I think there was a Spider-Man show. Uh, shout out! But, shout out to Lou Ferrigno. Yeah. Uh, so it being green, mean and green, but there you go. Um, so they. No, a lot of DC stuff was in the eighties. They were, they were the biggest uh, comics out there. You know, you had Superman movies, you had the wonder woman TV show, you know, you had Batman was starting to get big in the eighties up to the late, late eighties when they came out with the, the 89 Batman movie. Um, And then there was 89 or 90, 1990 uh, flash TV series. So the the late seventies, early 80s was was big on dc so uh marvel really wasn't that that big at that time you know they they had their following they had certain things going on um and then they really didn't expand didn't get it didn't really explode to the early 90s when all the x-men stuff started hitting the the cartoon series and all that kind of stuff so um there was uh so mattel had some big ideas for this line um they wanted 
but they didn't want to take away from from their their Masters of the Universe, the Motu line. This was their biggest line at that time. You know, the early '80s was Motu, so they wanted a, a secondary series to go along with that. And then Kenner was kind of eating into Motu with that DC Powers line, so they wanted something to kind of take back the uh, the superhero type stuff away from from Kenner, uh, so they could still keep that that money going into Mattel. So. Uh, so when they they took over, Mattel requested that Marvel support the line with an event comic uh, that included the word "secret" and the word "war," um, which they had focus groups with all these kids and stuff. And, and apparently, "secret" and "wars" actually sounded good to the kids or something. So they just told them make a comic book uh, series with these two words, and they just they just put put "secret wars." That's where they said it. So. They really the, tried uh, on that one. Yeah. So the the editor editor in chief Jim Shooter, which we have spoke about him before in the Transformers, um, Transformers line, he actually uh, was the one that took took the Transformers comic idea and kind of made a uh, he did like an eight page treatment or something and came up with the idea and gave it to um, gave it to to his his writers and. And they ran with that. So uh, this is the same Jim Shooter, the, the editor-in-chief of Marvel at that time. He came up with this idea with a year-long 12-issue crossover called Secret Wars. Um, this is, uh, in this series, they, uh, this crossover series, the the most popular heroes and villains of that time would, were pulled out of their daily lives and then sent to a distant galaxy and then given an alien weapons and technology and then forced to fight each other. Um, I haven't read this, this series, this, so I don't know the ending of it or whatever. I just know they were pulled out of their regular daily stuff and had to fight each other in another galaxy with, with alien technology and stuff. So um, it, it was kind of a little bit different. And then once it was all over, they were put right back into where they, they were pulled from. I mean, of course. So, so yeah, so uh, some of some of Mattel's choices for this line Im- impacted the look and direction of this of the super superheroes. Uh, so one of the biggest impacts that idea that Mattel wanted um, they put out there for Marvel to do in the series was um, get a black costume for Spider-Man, have, change something up. So they came up with this black costume and. Uh, and it wasn't intended to last very long in the comic book. So once Spider-Man was put back into his regular time, he's back back to his red and blue suit. But Marvel actually ran with it. They actually took it, and and then Mattel got excited too because they were able to sell two different Spider-Man, uh, just different colors. So they got more money out of this out of one figure, just paint it different color. Yeah. I will say, looking at the two figures, I like the black figure. It looks way better than that. <laughs> yeah, it looks pretty cool. So it's the same this... one. It's just <laughs> yeah. Well, they I also, mean, the... the black ahead, Spider-Man has always has always looked a little better. Yeah, really, in almost anything. Yeah. So they the Marvel revealed this this alien costume, what they call it <laughs> in in the Amazing Spider-Man comic. Um, and they, they introduced it to be a living alien creature and then who separated from Spider-Man. This, and this became Venom. And we all know where Venom's at now as big and as, they, as the, that character has grown. You got Venom and Carnage and all that, all those symbiote, symbiotes, uh, symbiotes, however you say that. Symbiotes. Yeah. Symbiotes, yeah. You're, you're good. Uh, so uh, we know how all that part of the Spider-Man lore grew after, after all this. So Marvel, uh, Mattel, out of this line, this toy line, Venom was born. So I always wondered where Venom came from, like where the idea of Venom like came from. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. They just wanted a, a different color suit on Spider-Man, and then the comics kind of ran with it, and they they made it its own alien. So why was he then... so special to get a different color? Uh, I guess well, they were just tired. Can't. You can't change Batman. All right, it's not bad. You can't change Bat- Captain America. My bad. I'm mixing. It. You can't change Captain America. He's got to be, you know, red, white, and blue. 
um, Doctor Who, like Iron Man. Yeah, actually, <laughs> so Iron Man is is Rhodey. Yeah, in this, in this, uh, yeah, this was something else that's coming up. Could come up, but yeah, the Iron Man figure in the comic book series is actually Rhodey in the Secret Wars issues. <laughs> Uh, Rhodey took over because Tony Stark was in rehab or something like that. <laughs> so, so they they just wrote the story with Rhodey being taken over the Iron Man mantle for, for throughout this, these issues, and uh, the the uh, the the back of the, the comic book had Rhodey, and the back of the card that has all the information of the the character the figure is Rhodey. But as we'll get to here in a minute, each figure comes with a little shield. And with some information on the shield, and the and the the back of that shield had, had said it was Tony Stark, so they didn't change <laughs> that information. They just changed the card and the comic book. All had Rhodey as as being Iron Man. So, uh, so another request that Mattel gave Marvel uh, were design updates to Iron Man. So they kind of updated his his look, and then the Doctor Doom also. They, they told them, hey, Dr. Doom needs to look a little more updated. So they gave them some high-tech looking costumes. Um, and the toy line actually does, Dr. Doom had lost, doesn't have his cape. So they took that away, uh, gave him look, some kind of gadgety looking armor. Uh, so he looks different than what he originally did before this, uh, before Secret Wars came out. Um and they also wanted to add a few more female characters into the line, uh, which and Marvel introduced the villains of, of Titania and Volcana, Volcana, and then a new version of Spider Woman. Uh, and, but you know, with Mattel wanting them to come up with these characters, eventually, by the time they got into the line, they never even made these as figures. They just said, "Hey, we need more characters." And then they just kind of never went with the characters that they suggested. So, so Marvel came up with all these ideas for these new characters, but Mattel never, never ran with it. So, so they came up with a new spider, spider woman. Who was mm -hmm. it? Which one? Cause um, I mean, there's so many there's, you know, spider Gwen, silk, spider woman. I'm trying to remember which one it was. I don't, right. I didn't write her name down. I will, yeah, I'll, you continue to go. I will find it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Find out which one it is. It's, I just, it's I'm the, just curious because the, there's so many. I believe it was the one in the black and white suit. Julia. And the, the actual, the actual um, look of the Spider Man in the black suit was actually black with the red spider instead of the white spider. But then they changed it to black and white instead of black and red. So that was something else that came up with this. Uh, with the designing of the new Spider-Man suit. So. The character was initially known as the second Spider-Woman, later known as Arcane, and then as the second Madam Web. Yeah. So there you go. What was her name? <clears throat> Spider-Woman. Julia Carpenter. Yeah, Julia Carpenter. That's it. I know. I, I read what you just said, but I know there was a name there to it. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Julia Carpenter was the, the second Spider-Woman. And it was the black and black and white Spider Woman costume. So yeah, with really long gloves and really tall boots, basically. Yeah. So um, there was dozens of characters that were involved in the comic series. Uh, the toy line only included eight characters in the first first uh, wave of, of figures. So you had Spider Man, Iron Man, Captain America, Wolverine, Doctor Doom, Doctor Octopus. Kang the Conqueror and Magneto. So there was four good guys and four bad guys. Um, these figures were the, were four and a half inches tall. Uh, like I said, the back of the packaging came with character illustration and biography. Uh, there was a short four-panel comic that depicted uh, that that kind of gave a little bit of story of what they were doing, um, and then also showed the avail the other available figures in this in the wave as well on the back of the card. So um, all figures came with a secret shield accessory that held a lenticular image. So you lean it one way and you can see the, 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 the hero and you lean it the other way and you see a secret identity. So you would see Iron Man, 
and you turn it, you turn it a little bit, and you could see uh, Tony Stark is what it was, or Spider Man and Peter Parker. Um, so that's uh, so every shield had had a lenticular um, thing that you would slide in, and on the back of it gave some more information of the character. So, and that's what I'm that's what I said with the uh, Iron Man one. It said Tony Stark on that lenticular lenticular piece but on the back of the card and in the comic series was was Rhodey was the one that that uh that played filled in for Iron Man. Hey Michael, the, how big how, how tall were the DC Powers collection? Were they the same size? Um I was trying to find were, it. I couldn't find it. They're close to the same size. I've got some sitting here right in front of me. I don't know if I, I don't know if I wrote it down cuz I've got those notes here too but I don't, I don't see. I don't a, see anything. Yeah. See, so here's my there. So there's my Green Lantern here. Yeah. So I, say, I guess we can measure them. <laughs> yeah. So they're they're about the same height. So they're about four. I don't have a tape measure. Four, they're they're about four, four and a half. So okay. yeah, four, four and a half inches. I was just curious. They, they may be a little bit taller than the DC line. Mixing the two together and playing with them, you know. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's sacrilegious, so, but it could happen. <laughs> yeah, the uh, uh, like I said, all of these these characters came with shields. The the good guys came with a round red shield, and then the the villains came with the squarish um, gray shield. And those lenticular pieces that slide in, they slide in and out because you get extra ones with the vehicles and the play sets, and you can slide them in and out and kind of. Uh, show different scenes on their on those shields. I was going to say, do you know how many each one came with, or how many for each character do they have? There was, I think they came with two. There was one with the biography and one with like an action shot. Okay. On those, so uh, when you bought it, you got two of them with it. I know this one has because you can switch them in and out. So John's currently looking for some to buy. So. Yeah, probably so. Well, Iron Man has no. I'm not big Marvel. I already said that. Iron Man. This picture with Iron Man has four of the pictures. Yeah. Four different slides. Well, you can you can whatever. pick up. And like I said, the other like the vehicles and stuff came right. with uh, came with one as well. So, um, the uh, the Captain America. You know, getting with the figures here, Captain America. He came only with this secret shield. Uh, the strange thing is, and, and a lot of people were upset when this line came out, was Captain, his main weapon is his shield uh, made out of vibranium. But he didn't have it in this toy line. It just came with that lenticular shield that he, with the with the, the red one. So it didn't really, it was kind of weird. But that's the only thing he came with was, was that shield. Um, Iron Man who was James Rhodey Rhodes, as we know, we talked about. Um, he came with a laser pistol weapon. And then the, uh, like I said, the comic and short biography on the back card was Rhodey. The uh, secret shield depicted Tony Stark. So uh, they weren't really consistent on that. I, I feel like somebody just didn't get the memo that they were changing it. Yeah, somebody <laughs> didn't. They didn't read the comic book series, I guess. Because the comic book series was already half had already come through halfway before this toy line even came out. So they were already supporting this toy line before it came out with, with so, the, so somebody was behind. Issues. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Spider-Man in this, in this first wave was the classic red and blue costume. Um, he didn't have anything, uh, but that shield, like I said, all of them came with this shield and they all looked exactly the same. Just, uh, the lenticular piece would slide in was different for each, each character. So, uh, Wolverine came with, uh, he had clip on claws. They start out black and then they changed it to silver because the, the black didn't look like his, uh, claws that came out. Uh, that was silver claws and they gave him black ones. So they had to change that. And during the run, uh, Dr. Doom, he came with a laser pistol and a laser rifle. Uh, the rifle will fit into a socket on the back of his torso uh, the pistol actually attached to a green plastic holder on his upper right leg. Uh, Doc Ock came with a silver plastic tentacle, so he had all his, his legs. Uh, Kane the Conqueror, 
was, he had a laser pistol and then Magneto came with a laser pistol. So some of these that come with the pistols, I don't, you know, they didn't have pistols back in the, in the comic books. They just had their powers. <laughs> uh, so I don't know why they, I guess, cause in the, in the comic books, they were given these, uh, these alien weapons to fight each other with. So I guess that's what these are. So, um, now series one, this is what surprised me. Cause I thought this line was a lot bigger than what it really is. I, I actually did too. Uh, so from what I remember as a kid, you know, we had several of these, but I don't, I, I, you know, I always thought it was a pretty good, pretty good line. And then when I'm digging into this, uh, it's you know, series one, wave one didn't sell as well as thought. So Mattel cut back on, on wave two by only producing five figures. Um, so that, I don't know why they didn't because the DC powers line, actually uh, outperformed really well from, you know, like I said, during the eighties was more DC than, than Marvel too. So yeah. that could be it. Um, and the, uh, so, so the wave two, you had Baron Zemo, uh, you had daredevil, you had Fa Falcon and you had Hobgoblin and then you had Spider-Man in the black suit. So no Baron Zemo, uh, these actually came with more, accessories that fit the character than the first wave did because uh you got baron baron zero he came with a genetic blaster laser pistol a genetic blaster not generic <laughs> genetic right. um daredevil came with a black or silver billy club uh falcon had a, a the brown plastic uh this little brown uh, is his falcon which was red wing uh, it was just brown, brown plastic um and then he had adjustable wings that fit on his back. They were red, and you can you can fold them out to make it look like he's flying. Um, and then he had Hobgoblin. Uh, he had a removable orange plastic cape, so he actually kept his cape. And then he had a three-piece purple goblin glider. <clears throat> so you had the the main part he stood on, and then you had the two wings that would clip on. So it made it, it was three different pieces that you had to put together. Um, and then Spider-Man just came with it. It was just a black suit Spider-Man. So, like I said, these guys' accessories actually fit the character better than the, the accessories from the first wave. So, um, the third third wave was actually part of the second wave, but this didn't get put out in the second wave. So, uh, there was three other figures, which would have made that eight if they would have done it. But they held off on these three, and they actually sent all three of these all of them just went to europe they weren't even released in the u.s so because because sales were so bad on this it, it didn't do as well as what mattel thought it would um you know they were making money buku's of money off of motu at the time but yeah um, but they had but this line just didn't didn't happen for them so um they the the last three that came out you had constrictor um, he had a silver plastic constrictor cable. I don't know much about this character, so I don't know what this this cable was that he had. So um, maybe some of the big Marvel comic book guys can let us know. But um, Electro was in this line, was in this wave, and then Iceman was in this wave. And Iceman was made of opaque white plastic, so you he's kind of kind of see some light through and whatever, make him look like he's kind of ice. Um, and the only thing that was detailed on him was his eyes and his belt buckle. And that was it. So, um, it doesn't say anything on what I'm reading up. I don't know much about this, but let's see here. Question. It's this report says it's the most bewildering, bewildering character choice across the entire deal because he has nothing to do with the secret wars comics yeah there was there were several of them that weren't <laughs> i mean they had they, they told what was weird was they told marvel hey you need more female characters you need this in your in this comic book we need this to support the line but they don't even and use then, those characters none of it no 
the the first female character that that they said that probably would have came out like in in the fourth wave or the third full full third wave was Dazzler, and Dazzler was a character that wasn't even in Secret Wars either in the comic wow. book. So they just kind of told Mar- Marvel, "Hey, this is what we want you to do," and then they just kind of stray away from that. So, but. Yeah, it's, it's just really weird how how Marvel and if they would have stuck to this, stuck to, I think with with the comic book kind of flow, it may have may have worked better. I don't know, uh, but yeah, they just kind of strayed away from what they told Marvel they wanted to get to do, and Marvel did their part, and like I said, actually, it came up with some great characters. You know, like you got Venom now out of that, and and, and then you have the the other female characters you wouldn't have until after this comic book. So, yeah. So it was, it was just kind of weird how Mattel kind of abandoned what they had big plans for. And and like you said, they were, they were swimming in Motu money at that point. So they may have just been, they were like, we got these ideas, but. I, yeah. They nothing... were afraid to, they were afraid. They didn't like, this was second fiddle for Mattel. Yeah. Because Motu was doing so good. Master's universe. So, they didn't want, they didn't want to to, to dig into that Motu money. They just wanted to dig into the superhero money, which is what DC Superpowers was, and over at Kenner. So they were just upset that they lost to Kenner and wanted to jump in right. and be like, "We're here, we yeah. got this." And then, <laughs> but they just if Mattel did get the DC line, I don't think DC, I don't think that that line they would have done anything with that line either. Right, so, so they they kind of flopped they, that. I think Mattel flopped the, this. It's their fault. Yeah, the 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 Kenner line, the DC Powers Kenner line, they all had uh, action features. So you squeeze their legs, their arms would move. You squeeze their yeah. arms, the leg would move. Um, you twist them, they were they they would do different things. The uh, the only thing Marvel put in this was these secret shields. Which. With the lenticular thing, and we all know how we've talked about the the other lines with the holograms and stuff like that. That they just didn't stuff like that. That kind of gimmick just never worked. I mean, it was big during that time in the '80s, but for a toy line to have that gimmick, they just didn't work. I think this should have gone. They should, Mattel or not Mattel, uh, Marvel should have gone with uh, Shopper. They would have done a great job with these. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they would have got like the Ghostbuster stuff. So. And I actually like these. These are all pretty cool. I mean, they're very simple. Um, they, you know, they weren't that that articulated. They had uh, five. Their it was did their head. If their heads moved, they were five. I know their arms and their legs, and that was it. I mean, um, Doc Ock is Doc Ock's a little different. He's got his you know extra. Well, no. well yeah, yeah, he's got his deals, but. I know I'm looking at five on Doom. Okay, so head if his head level. moves, if his head moves, then it's it, it got five points of articulation. So but you know the the yeah, you know, the superheroes, the DC superpowers, you know, you know, they've got the 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 action like I said. Yeah, so no stuff that was a lot funner to do to play with than if you get, I mean, yeah, if you can get their arm to shield. move and you don't have to do, and it's like a chopping motion, it's yeah, definitely you can actually make them fight and stuff like that. So, um, these games going back to the figures here, the, the, the line there was they did come in two and three packs as well. Um, you had two packs, uh, you had Captain America and Doctor Doom came packed together. Uh, there was a three-pack, superheroes three-pack with Captain America, Spider-Man, and Iron Man. You had uh, the supervillains three-pack with Doc o- or Doctor Doom. Yeah, Doctor Doom, Magneto, and Kang. And, and again, with Kang, I think he was big in the in the late 70s and, and early 80s in the Marvel's, Marvel scheme of things. And then he was kind of forgotten because now... I think we're we're gonna get more Kang into the the Marvel Cinematic Universe because of the Loki show, and then he's supposed to be in uh, the uh, was it Guardians coming up? Guardian yeah, Galaxy so. is he supposed to be in it? And he may make a an appearance like in 
the uh, Doctor Strange movie and stuff like that. So anyway, so this is a character that was kind of forgotten anyway. So it was kind of weird when I saw Kang in here, I didn't even think about him being in this line. So um, there was also a hero gift set. It had Daredevil, Spider-Man in the black suit and Captain America. Uh, there was a two bo- uh, it was a box that came with two characters, Hobgoblin and Baron Zemo. Uh, they were in little plastic baggies in this box, and I think it was like a Mattel mail-in. Um, it didn't have any kind of affiliation with any stores or anything, so it was just like a, a, a special mail-in you can do, and you've got Hobgoblin and Baron Zemo. Um, and then there was a Sears two-pack box that was available only through the 1984 Wish Book catalog. Uh, like I said, they came in little plastic baggies inside of a white box. They had three of them. There was one uh, with Wolverine and Kang. Another one was Spider-Man and Doc Ock. And then you had Iron Man and Magneto. So uh, I would think you would put Wolverine with Magneto because the X-Men crossover. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, but Iron Man and Magneto, who wins in that fight? Magneto, since he's magnetic, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and Iron Man is, is and he's just like Iron. he he just yeah. crumples Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. The one that makes more sense is Spider Man and Doc Ock because they're they're the ones that are a good guy, bad guy in the book. So Iron Man King would have been good, and then Wolverine Magneto, like you said, Magneto. you switch those two up, it would have been a lot better. Yeah, yeah. So all right, let's talk um, about these playsets. Yeah, you want to do the yeah, play sets let's first? Go to the, let's talk to the play sets. Okay. So the first play set, uh, you had two play sets. There was a Freedom Fighter play set, and it was kind of a uh, kind of like a platform thing. You you had a, the base part, and then there was a platform where you can park your helicopter on, and then off to the side, one of the arms was like a little radar thing. And then up a little higher on another arm was um, was like a ray gun or something. So <clears throat> it wasn't really a, a it, it was a play set. It really wasn't like a fortress or anything like that. It was just something with three little platforms, one park your helicopter, one for the radar that you could get messages in, I guess. And then uh, it only works communications really. and stuff. Then you got your gun. Yeah, it only really works if you've got the the helicopter. <laughs> I guess yeah. we should have started with the helicopter. Oh, well, well, we'll get there. <laughs> we gotta have somewhere to put it, you know, first. Yeah. So, right, so the Tower of the Doom playset also. So the this is more like a fortress type thing. <clears throat> Tower of Doom. Um, it has, um, you know, it has a little little steel cage door that you can get trapped in. Um, it's got little guns on top that your figure can, can stand out in front of and shoot and everything. So, um, and it's got a front and a back, you know, the front looks like a fortress and the back is kind of open where you have all your, your little rooms and stuff. And there's, you know, there's a, there's a bottom, like the base of it. And then there's a top one where it's got like a little computer stuff your characters can stand on. And then above that, you have a thing where you have a turret gun or something on top of there to, to shoot. So, I mean, it's not highly detailed. It's got a little little platformer or chair, whatever, where your figure can sit on. Um, that goes across the whole back side, I guess. Yeah, and it's like, a, you know, it's, it's for Doctor Doom, you know, because it's Tower of Doom. So... <clears throat> And all that Freedom Fighter playset, it's it's red, white, and blue. It looks more Captain America than um, than any of the others. So, yeah. So, I mean, they were not really big playsets like we talked about last week with uh, the Ghostbusters house, or and, even Grayscale, like Grayskull, yeah, Captain Grayskull, <laughs> and, and and some of the other playsets that we've talked about. This one is not as detailed and and a lot of different things. I think the biggest thing in it, it's got a little double door where you walk in the door and then another door shuts and you're kind of trapped in a cage. Yeah. That's, that's about it. So, but, um, the vehicles that, that came in this line, they, uh, like I said, they all came with extra secret message lenticular inserts that you can slide into their shields. Um, it actually showed the vehicle in, in action. Um, 
So it had two different scenes on that with the different actions for this vehicle. So there was motors, there was a motors, two motorcycles. There was a turbo cycle for the good guys and doom cycle for the bad guys. They looked exactly the same, except just different colors and different stickers. Um, the turbo cycle was blue and white and it had uh, like little, little red, white, and blue shield looking thing like Captain America's. Um, and then the, the doom cycle was all black and it had flames on it. Uh, what's funny about this is it, uh, the, the, the turbo cycle came with Captain America, but the black doom cycle, uh, came with Dr. Doom, but it, and like I said, only in, in the second series, they came with figures. The first, when they were released first, they didn't have the figures. So the second series that these were released in, they were they came with the, the figures. So the, the Doom one actually has a big M, has a little M thing on the front of it for Magneto. But it's called Doom Cycle, and it comes with Dr. Doom. So I don't know why they have Magneto's emblem on the front there, but whatever. <laughs> the, uh, they have two helicopters. They have the turbocopter for the good guys. A doom copter for the bad guys. Uh, so these helicopters, they fit three different figures in them. Uh, and it was a tight squeeze because this helicopter was reused from a different line. And the line that it was used in originally was four-inch figures. And like I said, these are four-and-a-half-inch figures. They fit, but it was really tight for the figures. The uh, So the turbocopter was blue. Um, it had... Again, it had Captain's Captain America's shield on the hood on the front of it, um, and it came with the Captain America. The Doom Copter was black, and it came with uh, a, it came with Doctor Doom with it as well. Um, the stickers on it, the front of it looks like Doctor Doom's face, um, and then the top is the top stickers on both of them look kind of uh, computerized looking things, microchips or so whatever on the top of that. So. Uh, these came with little missiles that would fold out, uh, that would that would come out, and you could shoot the missiles. It had a little, uh, like a little machine gun type thing on one of the, on one of the the rails. So it, it these actually had, and the propellers turned, so it, it actually had some playability with these. It was just a tight fit for your figures if you got three figures in there. So. Yeah, I love how they got really creative with the names for for all of them. Yeah, they're all. The good guys are turbo and the bad guys are all doom. Yep. <laughs> Except for the glider. Except, Except yeah. for the glider who we're talking about now. Um, so there's two gliders in this. You had the good guys and bad guys. Um, you got star dark glider, which was good. The good guys, which was white. And it came with a black uh, costume Spider-Man. So... Um, this one didn't, you would figure this would come with another Captain America, but no, because it's, it's white and the stickers, once you put all the stickers on there, it's, it's red and uh, it's red and blue stripes. It's, it looks America. So, but it came with the black costume Spider-Man. Um, the doom star glider is the bad guys. It's black, of course. And this one came with Kane with this one. So again, you would think doom would be Dr. Doom, but, um, uh, is Kane. Uh, and then there's one more, one last uh, vehicle in this line. It's the last, last thing on here um, called the Doom Roller. This was a battery powered mono wheel two seat car. Uh, so it, it looked like a little pod where that you could sit two figures in it. And the it, it sat inside this little, looked like a hamster wheel or train tracks that's that's looped and looking like a hamster wheel and you would turn on the the battery powered mechanism and it would roll it would it would go inside roll inside this wheel and the wheel would turn and it would it would move so uh cool. it's a pretty cool pretty cool piece i think it's probably the the best piece in this line uh yeah i think you get more play out of this piece than you can any of the other pieces pieces or figures or anything it just, so that one just looks like that figure just looks fun yeah it, just, that, it that, looks pretty cool that roller yeah 
So like I said, it looks like a looks like a railroad track that's looped around like a hamster wheel, and that car sits inside of it and makes it roll. Yeah. Uh, so, but did it come yeah. with anybody? Uh, I didn't see that it came with any any figures. It was just that, and I'm mm -hmm. sure with it being battery powered, it was probably the most expensive thing other than the play sets. Right. But even the play sets weren't seemed pretty cheap to me. So Let's, there wasn't much talk, to them. Talking about prices, uh, the figures themselves sold for three ninety nine. Mm -hmm. I know that I couldn't really find exact like detailed on any of the, the vehicles or the play sets on how much they sold, but I mean, you know, the figures sold for three ninety nine, which is only $10 and 50 cents today. So yeah. it's not a bad price to be honest. I mean, probably a little bit more, but that would, I, I feel like these would be on the shelves for seven ninety nine to ten ninety nine right now. Anyways. Yeah. So they would yeah. fall in that range. Like that. Um, if you're looking to pick any of these up, you can get them for the most part, any of the figures uncarded um, with play wear for anywhere <clears throat> around 20 ish bucks and lower. So $20 is probably the highest you're going to pay. If you're looking for a mint carded, they're probably 150 to, to 200, um, but much significant lower price than what the DC power collection is. Which is yeah. funny because there's more of it seems like there's more of those in the R of these. Um and, and still the prices aren't that bad. There are, you know, the last three figures that were released in Europe, if you're trying to get those, that's where you're gonna pay your money right there, is that constrictor, electro, and iceman. If you get one of those carded, you're gonna spend quite yeah. a bit of money because <laughs> it's it's from over there. But the rest of the figures are pretty easily found. Um and and so they're not going to be that high. Just just those last three that were only released in Europe were uh, are going to be the hard ones to find. Um, interestingly enough, Michael, the Doom Roller um, you can get it out of box for about fifty bucks. Um, if you're looking for full box, maybe anywhere from one twenty five to three hundred, depending on who, how you catch it. Wow. Yeah. So not actually all that bad, really. No, this this is a pretty no. Out of some of the, the most of the lines that we've talked about, pricing and stuff, this one is probably going to be the the one of the lower end um, pieces. And, and they've actually gone up in price a little bit here the last few years because of the MCU. Yeah, um, sure. Probably because we talk about them too. And a lot of these guys, uh, you know, you've got Spider-Man, Iron Man, and Captain America, which have been um, hanging around the last 10 years. Um, and then you have um, Doc Ock, who is probably, I think, is going to be reintroduced or brought back in this next Spider-Man movie. No spoilers. So I think that one's going to be... Um, and then with all this other stuff going on, you may we may end up seeing Doctor Doom down the line, and Wolverine and Magneto eventually in the MCU. Is what I'm, I'm so I'm so what you're saying if you're going to get them, get them now. Get them now. Yeah, I think they'll, they'll go, go up, but I don't think they'll. The... They're not going to be anywhere close to DC superpowers uh, yeah. line. So, well, let's let's look at this. We need to we need to rank these on our list. Oh, one 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 other thing, real quick. These did came come with a little comic book uh, inside oh, yeah. their, their thing too. It was just a couple couple pages kind of idea on on that figure. So a little description of the figure. Oh okay. All right, we need to we need to rank these on our list real quick. So Michael. Um. You know, and we did have a few of these growing up. Uh, we had, I'm trying to remember. I know we had Dr. Doom. I was about to say, I thought we had, I remember a Doom. And and we had, it was Doom, and I think we had Captain America. I thought we had those two. Uh, I'm, I'm sure we've had a couple others as well. Um, we had a Daredevil something, but I don't know. I don't remember. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> If it was in this line, or if it was a different different line, we had. Uh, I would put these rank on my list, um, probably number seven. Number you know, seven. I got I got DC superpowers up at number three, and this is not as high as as those guys. Yeah. So seven. 
John. Eight. Eight. Just eight. No, no yeah. explanation. Ah. Just eight. <laughs> Just eight. Um, DC Superpowers has more play action with them, so I'm going to keep those up there. I like the cops and crooks figures uh, a whole lot more than I did these. So I'm, just I'm actually eight. I'm actually putting these at five. Um, I'm my DC Super Collection is up top uh, at three, mm-hmm. um, and then Filmation's Ghostbusters is right there at four. So um, I, I like Jeez. these. I, I think these are cool. Uh, and I like you said we had some. I remember playing with Doom. And, these these fit right in my wheelhouse where I was at age, um, a little bit. You know, being older than you guys, I, you know, <laughs> yes, uh, they they fit in right right when I was at that that point as a kid. Um, you know, seven eight years old right there. The the DC superpowers and the uh, these Marvel Secret Wars were all right there, and I remember having having both both series. Um, I, I I'm a more of a DC guy. I like I like the Superpowers collection better mm-hmm. because of the the action part of it. But I enjoyed playing with the with these Secret War guys as well. So that's yeah, that's sure why Andrew doesn't yeah. remember having much of these. I remember Doom. I, I remember yeah, Doom because we had all yeah, we, had held on to them for a while then. Since they came out in '83, mm-hmm. so that's all right. That's all right. Um, yeah, I just like the crops and crooks a little bit better. Yeah, <laughs> that's all right. Uh, you're very familiar with both, so that's all right. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Well, then I think I think that's all we've really got about these guys. It's a, it's a. I think it's a cool line. Um, it could have been better. I wish there would have been a lot a more effort. to it. Um, if they did this now, I think there could be a, obviously a lot more to it, um, or whatever, especially with the DCU. The, the and then MCU. you had, was it Toy Biz came back out with these in 1990. Um, yeah. they came out with a new line of these secret wars. Um, and then, um, they've been released again since then here just recently, I believe they said they put out another secret wars line. Uh, somebody, some other toy line did, but, um, but they weren't as widespread as the Mattel versions of them. So. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, with that, um, thanks everybody for listening, uh, real quick before we head out and we wrap this one up, uh, stay tuned to our social networks that John mm-hmm. mentioned earlier. If you're looking for those, go check them out. You can find them all on toyrewindpodcast.com or across the streams, media.com, uh, either one of those, uh, our Twitter, our Instagram, uh, the Facebook group, all the good stuff. So check us out there. We, that's where we will be letting people know about our collector showcases and the upcoming toy box showcases that Michael's going to be doing with his, uh, transformers. So be sure you check those out. Um, I also, got, we'll- I got other, th- other things in transformers here that, <laughs> Oh, okay. I, thought- <laughs> I do have, a, I do have a lot of these transformers, but specifically the transformers that we need to do. Cause you've got so many of those. Right. Um, and it's the studio, the studio series. Right. Um, so also go check out geek together. That's where we do the collector showcases with. And, uh, when you're over on cross streams media, check out all of our partner podcasts we have over there, including the dorksman, the STS guys, secondary heroes, three beers on a mic, the movie gap podcast, the Dan Aykroyd podcast, the Burt Reynolds and Charles Bronson podcast. Front Row Negative, The Art of the Boar, and Beering Ain't Easy, and so many more probably to be coming. Um, I know the group's still growing, so check all those guys out. Uh, lots of fun, lots of good content there. While you're there, send us a message, uh, and if you would, please go give us a rating and review, maybe a five-star rating, over on the iTunes you know, podcast network, wherever it's, wherever it's at. I don't do much with Apple anymore except for my computer. So I don't know. <laughs> um, so yeah, do that for us. It'd be, be awesome and great. Um, and I'm about to go watch a hockey game. So fun. lots of fun. Um, what else? We got anything else? No. That's right, about see- it. Abdi, 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 that's all, folks. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs>
All right. Well, then we're going to wrap this up. This is 61, episode 61, where we talked about Marvel Secret Wars. If you want to hear the episode, rewind and listen to it from the beginning. Um, I don't know why you would be just tuning in right at the last few seconds, but that's your fault, not mine. Um, all right. Well, then on behalf of the Brothers Newland here at the Toy Rewind podcast, play on. You've been listening to the Toy Rewind podcast. Follow and join in the conversations at toyrewindpodcast.com. 